everybody, and welcome to the only show that matters. Welcome to the Schmodown Rundown. Oh, my God, you're my repo, for sure. You're a slacker, Brad. What's up, everybody? What's I up? Have the, I have the heat on in my house because it's weirdly... It's weirdly cold. And 63 degrees? <laughs> cold? No, no, no. It's actually in the 30s. Ooh, really? Freezing okay. 30s. Yeah, it might get as low as 27. That's practically balmy at this point in New York. What uh? What is it? We're, oh, and by the way, we have other people here. Uh, we have, first off, Frank Janish, of course. Oh, boy. Sexy numbers from a sexy player. Love those numbers. Sexy numbers. I love those numbers. I'm Thank feeling you. really good about those. Oh, I'm feeling, feeling those numbers. Those numbers. What's up, Frank? What's going on, Brad? Uh, I'm just going to try and fix my camera angle here. And uh, let's see. There we go. Hey, look at Kylo right there. Kylo Ren. Looking good, buddy. No, that's not dead. Didn't do it. All right. How about this? All right. The Bibiani angle going for her. A little, yeah. All right. <clears throat> that's a little bit better, I think. All right. How you doing, Brad? Um, yeah, I'm okay. How are you? I'm fine. Everything's good. Um, you know, yeah. I, actually, to start off the show, I, I have to give a huge shout out to. Uh -oh. uh, you never um, shout out. I know, but you know what? I Before the show, I was off, uh, you know, doing a little doing a little workout thing, and I was up uh, running some stairs or hills and stuff like that. And then at the bottom on the street, Nicole Juicery came in clutch there at the end. And let me tell you, great stuff over in Culver City. Pff, check it out. Really good. Really, really good. I mean, it could have been the fact that I was just, like, depleted, so anything at that point would have been, like, heavenly but yeah. i still think i still think like all things being equal have been great you know deserve a shout out i get it yeah well, they deserve i mean help me out a lot all yeah. things are never equal that's first true. off yeah that's, that's a real bummer second of all <laughs> um second of all have you ever been to a place called the grove yeah out there you I know have. what I'm talking about? Like a little shopping center? Yep, yep. yep have you yep, seen the familiar. shrine? Have you seen the shrine of my family out there? Hmm? No, I haven't. Is there a bunch of boats there's a, or there's there's a uh uh there's a big thing out there that says Gilmore. Uh a big huge marquee that says Gilmore, and then there's a little museum about the history of Gilmore Red Lion, which was a uh which was an oil oil company. Huh. Gasoline company. You come from an yeah. oil family? Is that what you're telling me? I, I don't. Well, not you that do. I know of. <laughs> but apparently, Back Gilmore Red Lion is big. I first saw something about Gilmore Red so it's Lion. About it's my last name. Well, there's plenty Death of Gilmore. Bra actually discovered it when we were at the Grove. <laughs> well, she was like, hey, that says Gilmore. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It does. Okay. Well, Gilmore is not it an does. uncommon name, let's be honest. Yeah. It's not an uncommon name. It's not an uncommon it's, name. But it's but how many other people have you ever met with the name Gilmore? Oh, by the way, PLD's here. <laughs> wow! Thank, wow, that's my music. That's wow. my introduction. That's wow, my wee wow. I don't want that to stick, but it probably will now. Um, <laughs> oh, I know. There's Nick Gilmore, right? In the uh, he's a Schmodown fan, an Action Army member. He's Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's in the Oil family. You wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't have heard of him. Yeah, that's right. You know, okay. You out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we uh we come from a family of raising mustard seed. Mustard seeds. 
Mm-hmm. I'm just making that up, but it sounded believable because I was from Texas. I uh, bought it. Yeah, I thought you were going to say like a maple syrup conglomerate. Yeah. But... Hey, look, this isn't Halloween, Count Chocula. <laughs> there you go. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. This is a um, this is a show we're called trying. The Schmodown Rundown. The only show that matters is a rundown free-for-all. There are no current episodes in the movie true Schmodown available. Not current. Because the season hasn't started. Yeah. We've broken down the awards. We've talked about those. We talked about the new rules. You know what we didn't ask Bibbs last week that I wish that we had? What's that? What rules didn't make it? Oh, Ooh. you know what? Okay, there actually was one. PLD, we can talk about the third round, final defer? round rule. The defer, the defer is the kind of like a, I don't want to say whose idea it was. Maybe they've talked, has, has that person talked about it? Maybe? Probably. Um, somewhere. Well, an, probably. Okay, well, anyways, Bateman had this idea. Look, the theme of this episode is about, is it's forgiveness, not permission, okay? That's the theme of this this show. Uh, and Bateman came up with this idea of, like, deferring uh, a, a question in the final round to your opponent if you thought, like, your opponent wouldn't be able to answer it or it was, quote-unquote, too hard for yourself. And uh, it would kind of alter the way the final round would be played. And we did, like, test this out, and it just didn't really um, – Yeah, it didn't really flow the way – it really actually slowed down the game, bogged it down. It made it less entertaining. Um, On Patreon, we tried. We tried, we tried a lot of variations of that. The idea now, being, like, if you were up in the third round – Yeah, that's it. Right. right. You had to be wait, up wait, in the on. third round. Wait, wait, hold on. So you said it, it made the game less fun and not as entertaining? Correct. Now these 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 are these are the matches between Bibbs and Bateman, right? Yes, which I I do have on. Are are you sure somewhere? Are you sure it wasn't just Bateman making the game not fun and unentertaining? Oh (laughs) wow! Okay, I mean that could have been that could have been it. Can I tell a real story about Ben Bateman that happened a couple of years ago? Absolutely, absolutely. I was on the phone with Ben Bateman for maybe an hour plus, just chit chatting. That does not surprise me. While he tried to find a GQ magazine in print. He was at the store, and he, he called you up. Se- several stores. What, what was Sever- what issue of GQ is? He, what's going on in this issue of GQ? I don't know. I hope I'm is not. Is he on like, it? Is he in it? What I mean, what? I hope I'm not blowing his spot up. I don't think that he would care that I said this. But yeah, and like we had this real realization of, I was like, well, when's the last time you tried to buy a magazine? <laughs> True. And he was like, it's been years. I was like, me too. I don't know where you buy them. Just airports, you know? probably. Now, I mean, like, do you have? Let's play a little game real quick. Do you have any magazines? readily available on your desk on my desk no, no. right no no well, okay let's play the game of what's on your desk what's on your desk right now what's on my let's desk? Do a little show and tell action all right well i have this, this note uh big thing about like the air dates you know it's monday thursday friday it used to be monday wednesday friday and then i was like what's going on? So i had to make a little note about that i also have this uh eaten bowl of chipotle uh, I was gonna eat it on the show, but Brad, you know, you were delayed, so I couldn't eat it on the show. I Thank ate you. it while we were waiting for you. Uh, I also, up oh, I had some AirPod, AirPod Pro. Yep, yep. Oh. Uh, I got a pen. Uh, I got, I got my my Yeti here. Yep. yep. Okay. PLD, uh, what you got? What you yeah. got? I got. A, let's say I got a notebook for my podcast, like notes I was taking when I'm watching movies, and like I'm doing. A, me and PJ doing two mediocre white dudes on film, so I was taking notes watching the Scream franchise. Never um, a more apt description of a podcast. Hey, never underestimate the power of mediocrity. Um, That's true, especially for men. <laughs> I have a nice little vitamin water I've been drinking, um, a back scratcher, 
which I like, an extendable back scratcher. Actually, it's uh, I don't know why I have it here, but it works. It, it, you know, okay. I got itchy. I got to do stuff. You know, or play with the cat that way too. And, and a telephone. My my phone. Uh, that's about it. A telephone. A telephone. A telephone. Someone just showed their age. <laughs> that's not a telephone. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Let's see what I have. Let's see what I have. I have this. It's a Yeti from the Houston Rockets. Okay. It has my name on the back of it that they sent wow. me. That's okay. pretty cool. Cool. That's flex. pretty special. Yeah. This is a uh, thing that has my mail keys on it, and it's a pencil. Pretty entertaining. I have a script for Fletch, the first movie, just on the desk. All the dialogue <laughs> from Fletch. Just of all the scripts in the world. This is why Fletch. This is why he asked the question. So you should uh, yeah, he just wanted no. to flex on I'm not, wait, 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 the script. Exactly. Wait, 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 right. wait, wait, wait. The flex isn't done because I actually have magazines <laughs> on my desk. Here is a, a, a James Bond, I think, 50th anniversary edition of a magazine. Okay, well, Hollywood that's research Icons. material. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, speaking of research material, Jesus. I also have this. <laughs> a uh, Playboy you, from 1963, I believe. You know what's f- in ni- May of 1963. <laughs> now I have this because they published on Her Majesty's Secret Service in the magazine. Okay, that's what you got great, it for the article is what you're selling. There's a great ad. You got it here. for the article is what you're <laughs> selling. Got it for this article. Got it for there's the article. A great ad in here that says <laughs> what con- what sort of man reads Playboy? A career conscious collegian whose sharp and sophistication sets yes. the pace for tomorrow. The Playboy reader is quick to grasp the importance of an ambitious course. Wow. That's, that's funny. funny. We actually have a, a, a few Playboys here right now in, in the living room. They just showed up one day on our coffee table and we're like, where do they come from? And someone got it as like a Christmas gift. And we're like, now, can you buy a Playboy anymore? Yeah, on like eBay. No, but do they make new ones? I don't yeah. know, Brad. You should have asked Ben Bateman around the phone with him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, actually. I mean, that's interesting. I don't know. I, think I mean, so. probably I not. A story Why that they? recently they went like they went with stop being nude, like they were like clothed for a bit, but then they went back. Oh, that's to right. Nude. They, yeah, they thought. Like, yeah, it was a weird transition they were trying to make. But I don't know if it's still around anymore. That killed. Yeah. Them. that killed them. So they, they, they. Yeah, I remember reading about this. There was a Playboy magazine with no nudity, right? Right. Yeah. Basically, it's like a while. It's like it's like it's like eating Indian food with no spice. It's like what, like what's the point? That's like Superman without any powers. It's like well, it's the articles like, on on Majesty, Her Majesty's Secret Service, obviously. Yeah, or you could read on Her Majesty's Secret Service, uh, yeah. published in 1963, 1963, by the way. Oh. When I was sure. approximately 31, according to Mike Deacon. Thank you. Mike. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, that's an accurate stat, actually. So, can, uh, so what was the Kennedy thing like, Paul? Like, where were you? <laughs> Did you pull the happened? trigger? <laughs> Rassy, no, I don't. Maybe I can't say it on air. You're right. Um, so we were talking about the schmodown and yeah. the rules. So, so the deferment worked how again? Right, yeah, so basically, so, it was the yeah. third round. If you were in, sh- if you were up, if you were up, if you were leading in the third round. The two point, three point, or five point, you got a question that you didn't know and you couldn't answer, but you thought was so hard that the other player wouldn't be able to answer either. You could defer that question to the other to the opponent. Now the opponent would get a chance to answer that question, um, which means it's risky because if the player does know it, they get those points. So it's an extra two, three, or five they could get. Right. Mm-hmm. However, you get a new question, which theoretically you're assuming that you might be able to answer better oh, okay. idea basically being you think this question is too hard for anybody nobody's gonna be able to answer that question i want a new question the idea is to get a new question but that's the, the price you have to pay is to let them try to answer that question yeah and so it was 
it didn't quite work out, I think, the way that was probably envisioned. And when we put it through some some test runs, it was just kind of like, nah, it's not really doing a whole lot for the game. And it kind of slows it down. And yeah, yeah not as exciting or as compelling as I think uh, the idea behind it was. Right. Even Baton was like, yeah, it's not really working out. <laughs> yeah, even he conceded. So at the end, yeah. Oh, well, you know, you win some, you lose some. I, I, I wonder, is there a rule that one of you really um, push strong for? It's not that I push strong for. It was that I was really in favor of, and we didn't talk about it, but it is in the rule book, and it is cited. It's kind of – it's so remember when – actually, speaking of Bateman, the Bateman and Paige for Betty match. Uh, well, I forget the exact circumstances, right? But Paige gave an answer. It was incorrect, and then she – Time had expired, and she kind of like self-corrected, then gave like the right answer. I forget which question that exactly was. Um, it was the Godfather? Th- no, that wasn't the Godfather one. I can't remember. Sure. What I can't one. remember exactly. Something but, about a plane. Something about it was, it was the it was the yeah. it was on a plane, and she said air. Whatever the case was. Yeah. Bottom line is, so then she said the answer, and then Bateman ended up getting a new question. Um, that's not going to be the case this season. If you say, like. Who directed Star Wars? And you say uh, Steven Spielberg. Oh, that's incorrect. Oh, I mean George Lucas. Right? You're going to be wrong. Right. Now, even though you just said the right answer and your opponent now has the chance to steal, they're not going to get a new question just because you said George Lucas. That's like right. torpedoing their opportunity for a steal. So now right. if, if you say the right answer after time's expired, after, you know, then you basically have given that person, your opponent, the answer and the points. And that's, you know, so no one will get a new question if you say the right answer outside of the allotted time, you know, you've been given. Even if, whether it's in deliberation or you're trying to challenge it, you know, if you say the right answer and it comes back, they get that question, they get to steal it. And if you said the right answer and they know that, it's fair game. There's just no like, oh, because they said it, we got to give you a new question. We're not doing that anymore. Right. Yeah, it's, it's um, I do, I, I have thought about that before of, of what, so, okay, in season nine, let me just make sure I have this right. If I give away the answer, it's SOL. If I yeah. say Steven Spielberg, oh, I mean Robert Zemeckis, I've given away the answer. and I If they've already ruled away. you incorrect and, okay, so, and so the let me time has expired. Let me ask. So if yeah. I say, oh, uh, who directed Back to the Future? That was Steven Spielberg. I mean Robert Zemeckis, Robert Zemeckis. And they haven't said anything? Well, see, now you've self-corrected yourself within the allotted time that's... So I'm good. You, so okay. you're good. So like the Drew McWeeny instance, where he was like... Basically, he was... I mean, that's really, really, really borderline, but I would still say he was past time, right? Uh, if he gives the right answer there, you know, it's fair game. It's fair game. Mm-hmm. This is the okay. case of she answered airport... And then, like, they all kind of said, well, that's incorrect. Oh, airplane. Yeah, I'm airplane. And yeah, yeah, After yeah, the yeah. fact. So it was trying to, like, because I guess he was trying to make it out like it was similar enough to, like, it was a benefit of the doubt kind of. That's what she was going for, but it wasn't. And then, yeah, at that point, it's too bad. Nowadays, nowadays it'd be too bad. Ben gets a, a same question, and you yep. just gave him the answer. And just gave him the answer, yeah. So, you gotta, so if you're a player, you got to be cognizant and aware of, if you're about, if you're gonna say the right answer, then you better hold back unless you feel like you're within that allotted amount of time. You know the time that's given to you. Um, if especially if it's already been ruled you've been incorrect, I would you know, and you know the answer. And plenty of players have done this in the past where they go, oh, you know, I I know it, but so you just got to be careful about that. So no, there's no more because like someone could really just 
say you know the wrong answer right and then and then torpedo that person's opportunity for those steals because they clearly know it and you just remembered it but not in time and you said out loud so one of those things just to kind of um still make it fair and balanced you know it's just hey that's you said it outside of your turn what are we supposed to do about that that's that's fair for your opponent man just like just like in the first round if you show your board or your board's visible you know and it's and it's like you put your board down on the table and you write the answer we don't have a rule about like the opponent can't look over there unless you're like actively like trying to like go behind their board (laughs) that's a whole nother thing but if like if through no fault of your own as the opponent you can see the person's board well that's on you as as the player that your board was visible to the player so yeah it's like in um if you're playing poker and you're holding your cards like showing everybody it's like hey bro that's you you should both keep close to the vest that's where the phrase comes from yeah right pld close to the vest are you a texas hold'em player uh on occasion not very good but on occasion what about you frank absolutely are you good love it great if i asked you who your favorite poker player is your answer would be probably i do like phil helmuth a lot or johnny trans pretty good trans he's a goat Phil Helmuth is the correct Phil answer. Helmuth. Yeah, Phil Helmuth is pretty great. Have you ever, did, I, you, did I ever tell you I've, I've, I interviewed Phil Helmuth for like an hour one time? Did you um, really? That yeah, must, it's on, it's that must be wild. Yeah, he was great. He was actually really good. Who's okay. the other guy? Uh, Peter uh, Negranu? Negranu? Dan, that's Daniel Negranu. Daniel Negranu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Negranu. I also yeah. talked to the 2003 World Series of Poker champion, Chris Moneymaker. Wow. And that's my pretty first good one. My first question was, moneymaker, real last name or no? Hundred <laughs> percent is real last name. My actually, ah. my all-time favorite poker player is probably Mike McDermott. Um, he's he's the best. He really is the best. He goes all in. He's, he's I don't know Mike McDermott. I think you're making this up. I'm not making that up. <laughs> Mike, Mike McDermott? McDermott was definitely the name of your dentist in Chicago. Someone that in the chat knows who player. Mike McDermott is. I guarantee you. Sounds like a high school tennis coach. Coach McDermott. He sounds like a shoe cobbler. Someone in the chat, please tell me you know who Mike McDermott is. Is this a movie reference? Yes. (laughs) So that does narrow it down. Okay. Is it from Rounders? It is from Rounders. Rounders. Is it Ed Norton? No, that's Worm, dude. Come on. Matt Matt Damon? Matt Damon. Matty Damon. See, I got there. I got there. I refuse Um, to believe no one in the chat knows Mike McDermott is... Matt Damon and Rounders. Hey, I'll tell y'all off air, but Phil Hellmuth had the most Phil Hellmuth email address of all time. Was you know it like what? The I'm gonna put it player of all time, Phil Hellmuth. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in the chat. This <laughs> okay. is literally his real email. You've memorized it. It's so outrageous. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> like it's just I love unforgettable. That's not. I really do. Like I have a lot of respect for that guy. That is his email address. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't yeah. surprise me. I mean, I was pretty close, my guess. I was pretty close, my guess. I love Phil Helmuth, though. Like, yeah, he's poker great. legend. Yeah. Um, poker legend. Wrote a really good book. Did you ever about get into, book. like, Poker Stars or Full Tilt before it went under all that debacle, the online? No, I, I, I uh. but I, I'm so crazy as I subscribe to a poker streaming service. 
for a while called Wait, Poker there Go. There well, is a poker streaming service? Stream all poker all the time, bro. <laughs> what? Yes, sir. Wow, that's incredible. I would just look up old clips rather than subscribe to a, a service. I, but, I don't know what surprises me more, the fact that that exists, the fact that you actually subscribe to it. Yeah, it doesn't that's seem like a good thing point. that I would that's like. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. But I'm, I'm really all in. There's two like weird things I really like. I like watching poker, and I like watching tattoo competition shows. Sure. <laughs> okay. Really, that's weird. You know what's, really you know what's interesting? I, I know we're having a great conversation, but uh, I want to bring up – last week, I forgot to bring this up, Brad – Last week on the show, I actually had a poll. I don't know if you know this. There was a poll in the, in the live chat last week. And I thought you were it, just happy to see me. <laughs> Brad, I'll talk to you after the show. No. So, <laughs> actually, surprisingly, uh, related to this poll. <laughs> yeah. So here was the poll and here are the results. All right. The, the poll was, is Brad beautiful? And the options were, yeah. Have you seen his hair? Mm. Second option was, I guess. Okay. Third option is, why is this a question? Uh -huh. And the fourth one is, he's beautiful, dot, 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 on the inside. Okay. So. And the, to and the top and the top vote was, yeah, have you seen his hair? 44%. And then the second was, why is this a question at 32%? So. Also, also, so let me ask you this, because I would have been in the, why is this a question category? What, what, yeah. where did, what prompted this question? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I had 133 votes. Well, come on. We could have done a little bit better than that. Let's see. Well, the current poll only has 58 votes right now. On, on What's the current episode? poll? Oh, you'll find out next week, Brad. Or you how can do I? How can up. I not see the poll? You can, how do you I can, see the poll? You figure, I'm not going to tell you how to do it. Okay, You've got to figure that out on your own. And okay. Let me tell you. It's looking like... Mm, okay, well. Yeah. Not it's, not one of my, it's not one of my better polls, but whatever. Um, <laughs> He's not as happy to see oh. you this <laughs> Okay. I mean, I would like I'll a little more support, but that's that's, that's funny. That's, fine. Yeah, that's you know. funny. I mean, you know what? I mean, we got to do what we got to do. We got to do. You know, we got to pay the bills. Okay. Let me ask you this. Oh, real yeah. quick. Hold on. Second. Uh, we have a thing. Super chat. Never get the uh, chance to watch live. Just sending some love for the only show that matters. Thank you, Eric Flynn. And I'm sorry that you chose to tune in tonight for your Flynn first time. Flynn lives. <laughs> Flynn lives. No, it's that's Fletch another, lives. Oh, that's another movie reference, Brad. Do you know this one, PLD? I do. It's Tron. Yeah, it's Tron. It's Tron. That's the whole show. It's just movie references. That's the whole. Show. <laughs> I love that. But actually, the whole show is we're, we're, it's a, a rundown free for all, and PLD was uh, kind enough to help us out. He's gonna curate the chat's questions, and he's gonna only send us the good ones, or the one that he likes, I guess. Oh. And so, if you have questions out there, you better appeal to the uh, to PLD senses, and so your question can get answered. Well, you know, if you got if you got questions, we'll we'll answer them, but we can ask the rest of the show. While PLD is pulling up questions, may I read a scene from Fletch? Yes, you may. I don't think we can stop you. Oh, okay. PLD, real quick. If you find a question you like, yeah, just throw it in the private I, chat so we can. Got it. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. Interior. Woman's house. A man stares at Fletch holding a gun. He's not the brightest guy in the world, and Fletch has already caught on to that. Fletch, I was, I was supposed to meet Mrs. Cavanaugh? Man, who are you? Fletch, I'm Don Corleone. I'm the cousin of Mrs. Cavanaugh's. The man just stares at Fletch. Fletch starts to move ever so slightly, testing his freedom of movement. Fletch, where is she? Man, she moved out. Fletch, she moved out. The man nods and cocks his weapon. Fletch stops his tentative movements just to look around the room. 
Fletch. I spoke to her last week. She didn't say anything. Man, she moved out. Fletch. So you're saying she moved out? Man, this morning. Fletch. This morning? Christ. We had so much to talk about. Mo Green is out of the Tropicana. My sons, Michael and Fredo, are taking over. The man continues to gaze unblinkingly at Fletch holding the rifle. Ma'am, what did you want under the bed? Fletch, I'm the mattress police. There are no tags on these mattresses. I'm going to have to take you downtown. Please give me your weapon. <laughs> scene. Incredible stuff. Incredible reading from Brad Gilmore. Can we get the applause on the fact there? Can't we? Uh, you know, yeah. can't you just... There you go. Yeah. Un, un, unreal. Yeah. You will not hear a better reading than that. <sighs> not at so... All. Any chance of the character boot camp Brad and Jen were discuss discussing I'm last year? Just happened. about to add that to the chat, Brad. You look at what the is chat. that? Go to the private chat, Bradley. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm already <laughs> curating these. Oh, okay. Come on. This is my sorry. job, Brad. Okay, Ronnie B. Good says. No! Any, start any at the chat. top! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Scroll Phil up, at Brad. being the... Never mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Phil um, at... No. <laughs> Chris... Chris says, what are some early contender matchups you would like to see? Many tournament possibilities? Um, I believe there are many tournament possibilities. Hi-o. Um, but as far as uh, matches I would like to see going into the next season, I mean, we know early contender matchups. So, okay, number one contender style? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, is is Kevin Smets versus Chandru not a number one contender? I mean, that, that's definitely happening, I think. But mm-hmm. I don't know that is an actual number contender match. I think it's, like, on the way to one. If you win that, they're probably in a number contender match. Yeah, I that's what it is. I think. Dan I don't, that's Merle. Never, that hasn't been confirmed. But, yeah, Dan. Dan Merle, Adam Collins, three, winner gets Marisol. You know what I want to see? Fuck it! I want to see Dan Merle and Barbarian. Mm. And then I want to see Janine play William Bibiani. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm. Those mm. are two in the singles division I want to see. Mm. Uh, I would like to see Merle versus Newman. That would mm. be great. That would be phenomenal. I like that. Um, I think in teams, it's hard to say because I don't know who's really going to be around. Yeah, that's tough. But I think I'd be down. I mean, I would just like to see Deception in final exam play each other. I think that'd be great. Uh-huh. Did they re- did they play each other? I don't know. Yeah, so long ago. Did. I don't yes. know. But if they if they did, I want to see it again <laughs> see it so again. I can remember it. Just keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. PLD. Did you have any? Well, I, as far as teams, I don't know about teams either. It's hard to say again. But I like yeah. to, I would like see. I mean, I always go down for Shazam Corruption rematch because they obviously always bring it to each other. So, I mean, I guess you can get bored of it after you get too much of a good thing, maybe. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm not bored of it yet. So give me Shazam Corruption again, please. Okay, so yeah, next question. That's going to be great, yeah. Next question from Kyle. Will the FCL return this year? If not, what is Christian looking to do to bring in new rookies into the league? We will have announcements regarding FCL very, very soon, Kyle. So just... Hold on to your butts. And um, the, the second part of that question, though, what's Christian if looking not, to do? If not, what is Christian going well, to do? Well, it's not even a if not. It's, okay, so what is Christian going to do? I mean, it looks like he's already doing auditions. Yeah, exactly. He's doing auditions. Um, and there's also, like, the Patreon tier as well. But he's, we're do, there's open auditions right now. You can submit an audition to the email address provided, which I don't recall off the top of my head. But is a, I think it's like 
I'm not even going to say. But you can look it up on Twitter, uh, Facebook. So you can do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you no, know, Christian's always looking for the next Marisol McKee, I'll tell you that. Okay. okay. I like it. I like it. Haskell 420 said at 9.22 p.m. Central Time. <laughs> or that's Eastern Time, actually. Good evening, Brad and Frank and PLD. Since MTS is 59 years old, oh, congratulations. Oh, no, that's season nine. I'm sorry. Reboot. (laughs) In regards to the rundown, can we expect any changes to the show, format, new and returning segments? Thanks, guys. No. (laughs) Yeah, no, this is it. Um, This is about as good as it gets. Yeah, this is good. You know what? (laughs) There has been talks... Or little, talks, little can we just tiny, say this of major change? Yeah, there's been little tiny conversations about, hey, what if we could do this? So major change. Um, talks of a major change. Yes, there. I think there's one that will be happening, and one yes. that might happen. Oh. And well, I mean, I mean, further down the road, I mean, it might. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then, but one. <laughs> One, you'll know when you see it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> One is the loneliest number you will ever know. Right? Yeah, I mean, I would like to. Two is just as bad as one. It's I think we're trying to figure out when we're going to implement the new change. Like the, yes. the one that the one that is oh going the to one happen. that we know is going the to the one that we know is going to happen. We're, I think we're trying to figure out when is that going to happen. Do you know how obnoxious we sound right now? <laughs> yeah, and I love pretty it. Pretty obnoxious. I love this it. But this is pretty bad. It's annoying. It's pretty. Me. It's pretty bad, but it's really great. It's really great. It's really great. For um. Me. Yeah, we're gonna reboot the whole show. We're looking for a new Frank. We're so going back to, to be Frank. <laughs> we're actually we're going back to audio only. <laughs> we're gonna. Oh, I know what you're talking video. about, and I'm annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to be annoying, but... Oh, how did that happen? Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair. Um, okay, what's up next? This is from Ronnie B. Good, who said, Any chance of that character boot camp Brad and Jen were discussing last year happening? Now, I oh. will be honest with you. I do not remember discussing this, but what a great idea. <laughs> I believe you were discussing it on Coming Up Next at one point. Yeah, it was a Coming Up Next thing. You guys are talking what's about What's Coming having... Up Next? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Damn. Sure. Did it dirty. Yep. Blinked and it was gone. No, uh, I'm just kidding. I'm like a little bit weird tonight. Um, character opposed... bootcamp is a great idea. Yeah, I think that that's a really great idea. I don't know if we have the means to do it, but um, I would like to think. I mean, who would run the character bootcamp, Brad? Uh, obviously me. I'm right, sure. John Roca yeah. and Andrew Guy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Would you I all be doing it at the same time? Because I don't know, Guy and Roka together. You're not even gonna explosive. You're not even gonna throw Jen in there? Damn. And Gosh. Jim. And and not even Booker? Like, come on, you don't think Booker would sign up oh, for character? There's a thing called Fantasy Camp. Y'all can, <laughs> y'all can sign up. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um next question from Justin is a square. Predict the entire Schmodown season for these competitors. Josh Horowitz. Page for Betty, Saul, and Alex Damon. I like this. I like this question. I okay. Do. I'm going to take the first swing at it. All right. Josh Horowitz, we see him twice. He plays only twice. Okay. So, okay. Wow. Okay. COVID restrictions. Mm. Page for Betty. 
Paige Fabretti goes to the third round of the singles tournament. Okay, that's where it stops. Sol does not win the Intergeekdom Championship. And Alex Damon retires. You know what? I don't agree with any of that. <laughs> Here's what I think is going to happen. Josh Horowitz. I think he's going to find himself in a number one contender match in singles this this coming season. Damn. It's going to happen. Paige for Betty. She's – this is a very interesting one because mm-hmm. she kind of – she's like – because of where she got in the tournament, she's kind of in this echelon of – the upper tier players where she's going to have to start playing some of them to move up into a, a contender um, spot. I think I, it'd be interesting to know what kind of off-season regimen Paige has going on. I'm sure it's pretty probably pretty intense. Um, but I think Paige is going to go one and two in singles next season. She's going to get a really good win, but then... She's going to end up facing, like, a Bibiani or a Merle, and maybe she gets a rematch against Ben. I think if she gets a rematch against Ben, I think she might lose the rematch against Ben because mm-hmm. Ben will be out for blood for that one. That's for damn sure. And that would be yeah. a fun rematch to see. Saul, I think he will have the exact same season he had last year. Almost close, but no cigar. Okay. I think he'll get, oh. think he'll get real close again. And just won't be able to seal the deal. I think that'll happen for us all. Alex Damon reclaims the title off of Thomas Harper. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Horowitz. He's going to get further in teams than he does in singles. I think he's going to be a new like teammate. That. And I think he's going to run wild with a teammate. That's my prediction. I think singles he might get a little bit further. But I think with Perry short. or someone else? I think probably someone else is only because I think they're going to. Sh- I think everybody's going to be shaken up. If you're not like a champion or a number one contender, I think you're pretty much going to be shaken up. Okay. But with Perry potentially, I think they have enough of a. a good, they cover each other's bases pretty well. But I do think it's going to be somebody else. Um, with Paige, I'm more along the lines of Frank. I kind of feel like Paige might get into this Janine territory where she's like high, like just underneath that top tier, um, but can't quite break through. She might have to struggle to like kind of get through maybe maybe next year might not be her year but if she sticks through it like the year after she could take those steps forward to a degree um that's my one thought on her she could she could surprise she could surprise but i do think again i'd love to see her and ben too because that was a fun match last year and ben will be out for blood like you said um saul saul's the one i'm the most curious about because he's pissed he's intense he's all or nothing i think he's gonna have a better year this year but we'll definitely still fall short at the end. Okay, and because like, he got he got to a tournament final, right, PLD? Which is effectively I, a number one contender match, and he lost. So you're saying he's going to get to a title shot? He's going to I have think he'll get a title shot. I think okay. he'll get to a title shot. But not but win it. I don't think he'll see the deal. That's, okay. my, that's my thought. As okay. of now. Who knows? Let's see. If he, I'll see I, I, will, I might revisit that, but that's my thoughts right now. Sure, sure. And Alex Damon, I'm actually going to side with Brad. I kind of feel like mm-hmm. last year shook him. A yep. little bit. I feel like yep. there's a lot of Star Wars contenders out there at this point. I don't – I think he's going to want to take some time and let them kind of flow. I think you're going to see him come back next year and win the belt. Oh, okay. I like that. I like so that. Here, here's here's why I think Alex Damon is going to not retire because, look, I think 
we've all seen the writing on the wall that Star Wars, the league, is going to be kind of a little bit, it's going to be reduced in some manner this coming season, which means you won't have to play as much and there'll be a lot more downtime. Um, there'll be that one, probably one tournament to get into Spectacular. He might have the belt by then, I, you know, depending on the scheduling, but I think it'll be less intense um, in terms of consistently intense. And I think to the, the very opposite, I think he saw, you know, the loss to, to Demolon. So he's looking at Thomas Harper win that belt. I think, you know, maybe if if Alex Damon loses the belt at Spectacular, like let's say he held onto it all last year and then lost the belt at Spectacular to Harper or somebody else, I might be inclined to agree with you that he might retire. But because he lost it right off the bat last year and had to watch everybody else have all the success, I don't know that really sits well with him entirely. I think he might still have like more to prove, especially, the, I mean, losing to both the Malantas. Mm. Um, it's know, rough. Tough <laughs> matches, and then just kind of getting schlocked there against Nikki in terms of what they were at, starting to ask for. It's, you know, mainly character and all that stuff, right? Those kind of questions. I think Alex Damon, it's, it's kind of easy to shore up that area of your game because you you know how to attack that. And uh, he's a smart guy, and he knows how to do that if he wanted to do that. And I think he, I hope that he does because I want to be right in this prediction. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there's I don't something see that to be happening. said, though. There's something to be said for how hungry can he be? I mean, he did. He was the goat for such a long time. It's almost like, well, I do I come back and have to solidify? My legacy is already there. His legacy is already there. He's one of the greatest Star Wars players of all time. Probably the greatest Star Wars player of all time. Uh, so I, I don't know if he's got the hunger to do anything about it at this point. Harper doesn't have much more to do to claim that title from Alex Agreed. Damon. Agreed. I'll agree. And we'll. And the only and the only person that can actually stop him is Alex Damon, and from achieving that moniker. Because, yeah, I think Alex Damon holds on to that moniker ever so slightly. I mean, you lose what he lost three times last year. Yeah, right. Harper went undefeated, won the belt. He beat Demolanta, the guy that Alex Damon lost to twice. Beat Nikki Demolanta. The, pers- the woman that Alex Damon lost to. He beat all these people that, that beat Alex Damon. I think Alex yeah. Damon, you know. I mean, it makes it for a good narrative. So, I think he retires. Everything <laughs> okay. you just said is pointless. Um, <laughs> let, me go back, let me go back to our questions. I'm sorry. We have a lot here. Uh, what's my next question? How much better is season one? How much better than season one is season two of FCL going to be? Just you wait and see, brother. Um, let's go to Ronnie B. Good, who says, any wrestling storylines, Brad, we would like to see an MTS version of? Ooh. Yes. I actually thought about this the other day. Um, I would like to see a Hogan. Oh, no, not a Hogan. A Macho Man Ric Flair WrestleMania 8 storyline. She was She was mine before she was yours. Right? Hmm. I don't know if you remember this. Ric Flair said that he was with Miss Elizabeth before Macho Man. And that was his wife. That was Macho's wife. Oh, yes. Okay. I did see something on this before. Yeah, yeah. And Flair's like, she was mine before she was yours. Woo! Right? And he said he's going to release all these photos of her. Maybe a little risque, but I would like some sort of love triangle. Yeah, that'd be fun. 
I, I vaguely remember this because I think Smets had me watch something because I think he also really loved, he really loves that era. And I think he showed me, so that does, yeah, yeah, with Macho Man and like, yeah, 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 yeah. That That's a good cool. one. Yeah. Um, like that. Also, Macho Hogan, that the, the actual mega powers colliding was over a woman too, was over Miss Elizabeth. You have lust in your eyes, Hogan. You have lust in your eyes. Yeah. Uh-huh. By the way, I actually five hundred dollars super chat gets gets that voice the entire show next week. Yes, exactly. Five hundred. <laughs> I um even though it's terrible, I've been falling asleep watching the Baywatch. Watching Baywatch. Good lord, man. But have some they, self-respect. They came they had a show the other day called the episode was called Bash at the Beach. So I got oh, really intrigued. Really? Oh, there you go. And the opening scene is Hulk Hogan and Macho Man on skidoos racing each other. <laughs> Phenomenal. And, and then Hogan's like, I'm coming after you, Macho, brother. And Macho's like, you're never going to get me, Hogan. Right? And they're like, they're they're on skidoos. And then Hogan hits a big wave and knocks himself out. <laughs> and he's laying there. Uh, <laughs> he's laying there face down in the water just floating. And Pamela Anderson sees him. <gasps> That's Hulk Hogan. And then she like runs in the water, <laughs> as you do. She pulls Hogan out of the water, and he lays down on the beach. And she gives him mouth to mouth resuscitation, and he wakes up. And they're all the uh, all the Baywatch lifeguard women lifeguards around him. And she goes, uh, "You could have died." And he goes, I "Think I'm in heaven." <laughs> and then he literally no, I'm not lying. He literally gets up. He gets up. He goes, Macho Man, brother, I'm coming after you. And then just leaves. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> and I mean, that's where I fell asleep. I don't know what great. else happens. That's great. That was I don't think you need to know what else happens. That's pretty much all you need to know. Yeah, you know what? That, that's, that's back-to-back episodes. We're talking about Pam Anderson. Well, I mean. I mean. Come on. Barbed Wire herself. <laughs> yeah, right? <sighs> that movie's a rough watch, too. Aside from the first 90 seconds. <laughs> Opening Give credits, sensational. Sensational. You know what I'm saying, PLB. You know uh, it is pretty good, yeah. I'll give you that. Um, okay, Justin is the square. Predict the entire Schmodown. Oh, we already saw those. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that was in there twice. Jamar Jones. Jamar says, posted this in Facebook group. Thoughts on letting fans know which streaming movies are eligible so that we know which movies are potential answers when playing along. Hmm. I don't know about that no. one. No. No, because I think there's, um, it's it's about protecting the format of the game. Look, there's really nobody in town that's like impeding on Schmidt turf, really. But you still want to protect like how how you how you run your game, how you form your game, all the, you know how you make it work. Um, I think. I mean, if you get the question, if you see the question, you'll probably you, – they're not going to be like these, I don't think, completely these hidden gems on streaming that, that no one really has ever heard of. Um, PLD, can you speak to I can. the criteria I that, can. You're look, um, that you're looking at for these streaming? PG and I actually just came up with a list of a lot of things we were doing with it. And I will say, um, while it's going to be a broad – Broad list. I mean, a lot of streaming because the streaming is the way of the future at this point. Obviously, with the pandemic and everything else, 
But the idea is if a movie that's streaming has a kind of notable name, notable director, notable actor, someone who's been, if you would see their name at a slice on the wheel and they're in a streaming movie, that's the kind of streaming movie we're probably going to ask about. We're not going to ask about these ones that have no name actors, no name directors that like would have been like direct old school direct to video kind of back in the day. It's going to be the stuff that has notable people we already talk about. So that's like your biggest clue I can give you. I don't want to give any more specifics than that because then it's like, because it only leads to, well, what about this movie? You forgot about this movie. You right. forgot about this movie. And it's like kind of like, well, we're not going to argue about who's and what. As long as they know, the players know what to look right. for. They have a list. Everything else is just the ben- the generalized list is people who are notable. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, Where are we, Jamar? That was Jamar. Dagan, do you think Paulo Yama will use his free-for-all shot to challenge Marisol as the first title match of the season? Right? No, I don't. Um, I think I think when we're talking about a free for all cash in, there needs to be some build up. Yeah. And I think it'd be great to have it build up right up until the free for all this year. Um, because I think that creates a lot of suspense of, well, is he going to use it? Why, why wouldn't he use it? It's almost free-for-all. Once the free-for-all once, once that kicks off this year, then he can't use it. It's, it's done. He might not. So there will be all that kind of anticipation and wondering and, and whatnot. Um, also, I think perhaps do I want to see Apollo Yama, Marisol McKee match the second one for the title? That would be pretty cool. It's not, I'm not saying I don't want to see that match. I just don't think – because I think <laughs> – if I'm Paulo Yama, let's say, you know, I understand there's going to be some contender matches early on in the season trying to figure out, you know, the pecking order. And I think if I'm being a strategic player about cashing in, I might look at who's going to be placing where, who's going to be playing Marisol. Uh, do I want to, you know, circumvent whoever, whether it's Barbarian or Merle or Bibiani or Janine, any of these players that were in, in the finals or near the finals of the of the singles tournament, you know, where they're going to be at. Um, so I don't think he will be the first player to play Marisol. Um, it's possible, but I would like – because if you do that, then we have to kind of like a surprise, but I would want more of a buildup to it. And kind of, kind of the way – remember back when Brienne had won the free-for-all and she was kind of getting all these um, – I guess, requests or whatnot or, like, questions about, oh, what are you going to do with your free-for-all shot if, uh, you know, hey, you can use it on me, blah, blah, blah. You know, so I'd like to see something like that. Not We don't have to do it beat for beat the way we did the last time, but something fun with the build-up to when he's going to cash in. And I don't think you can probably do that with with Marisol's first match. PLD, do you disagree? I don't disagree, but I also want to keep in mind that we have a new season, like I said before, new teams. We don't know if Paul and Lon Harris are going to team up again. He might just decide to grab a super connection player and take on Shazam. Hey, sure. He says, you know, I'm going to grab Dan Merle, be my teammate, just out of theoretically, something like that, and go I'll take the best player I can find, and I'm going to take on Shazam because I don't have ever had a team's title. I don't think I yeah. have So he needs a team to more than a single title. But see, yeah, with true. that even, you would still need some buildup, which is what I'm looking for, you know? I agree. I agree. Okay, let's uh, let's try to rapid fire a little bit here while we have our remaining time with our questions. Uh, Starfire XXX. Hmm. So is this a free? Oh, so is a free for all coming in April? 
Frank, do you have any update on that? <laughs> I do not know. I know that they're working on the schedule for the year. I don't know if that takes place in April or when it'll take place and or how that'll come to be, but um, that'd be that'd be great <laughs> if that's yeah. the case. I haven't even asked about that. I mean, I'm just kind of worried about, <laughs> you know, kicking off the season, you know. All right. Justin is a square says, this is fun. I'd love the answers. Here's another one. Predict the entire season for these competitors. Uh-huh. Video Drew, King Khan, Mark Kanopic, Ace Cabrera. Okay, let me go again. King Khan is going to be mainly successful in teams. No shock there, right? Maybe. Because I don't know. Will he and Griffey Nooms even be a team anymore? Probably not, huh? I don't know. Good question. I don't know. Um, I don't what's going to happen. I don't know. Do you think we see Mara? I think if Mara comes back for this season, we see her in something different, right? No. You think, think she tackles in, Star Wars? No. No, that's she stays in IG. I think she stays in IG at this point. Yeah. yeah. Ace Cabrera. What do we think about Ace? Dude, I think he's guns blazing in Star Wars. I think. I think what he saw happen last year, and how you know, and and how he played in the tournament, and how close he was, you know, with Harper, you know, that match. um, I still think he's going to come back guns blazing. I think he can make a real run. I think he could. It's just we're splitting hairs when we're talking about who's beating who at this point. It's Star Wars. It's so difficult. Um, it's it's tough to say. With Video Drew, there's some fun stuff um, that can happen with Video Drew this coming season. I'm not saying I vaguely know what might be going on, but anyways, King Khan. I think <laughs> King Khan been accused of being a tease. Yeah, yeah. Uh, King Khan <laughs> is an interesting one. Um, I think. Ooh, that's a tough one because I really don't – hmm. I don't know if we're going to see a whole lot of Khan next season. I don't know. I don't know. Mara, I think she'll, she'll be a staple in IEG going back for that belt, and uh, I very much look forward to her march towards the belt. Okay. Hopefully. Especially okay. Though, without her having the whole – the last year's faction thing with Robert Parker kind of limited Mara because they had to basically choose Mara yeah. or Robert. Yeah. This way she's, she's had a lot more freedom to be able to just – play when she needs to play. Yeah, hopefully she can play a lot more. And yeah. I think that can be the case, especially with a um, a, a, sh- a shrunken roster uh, next season, this coming season. Conceivably. Right. Um, ASG1982, is FCL leaving Twitch? Yes. Alan Smithy, question. Will Paul Walter Hauser be returning to the Schmodown in Season 9? I'm sure if they can get him. I think... I. Based on how he played and some of the things that I think I had talked to Christian about, Paul Walter Hauser would, I think, if he has the the time or the opportunity to come back and play, I think Paul Walter Hauser will if he can. Yeah. But he's but he's a pretty busy dude and a pretty successful dude at that. I mean, he does a lot of he's good not. stuff. So. What? I think we get one match from him, at least one or two matches from him. That's right. I, I hope we see him. I, I, hope, I really hope we do. Him. Yeah. Cena, or is it Cena? Cena, 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 Cena. What are the Schmodown Awards? I I saw someone post in the Facebook group January twenty second. I don't know if that's right or not. And that's because, Saturday, right? And so I'm I don't know because I was kind of waiting on word for that, yeah. And because that kind of ties in with the rundown 
thing. And then, you know, someone had in the Facebook group said um, on Patreon or reference Patreon, something I oh, right. on Patreon said January 22nd. But I don't know if that's true or not. I haven't heard if, anything. If only we knew know. somebody. I know. Well, I mean, look, we, I was, mm. Brad, you were on the email. I was trying to get the date for that. Oh, that's so. true. And you didn't get it. And I, well, they said they would get well, they it to said us that, yeah. as soon as possible when they could. But we, but, but we but, don't have it as of this recording. I, yeah, so January 22nd, right. I don't know if that's real or not. Cause I saw that hey, but there's a lot going around. on, okay? Yeah. So you, I'm sure you'll know from the man himself when it's time. And the man himself apparently says, from Twitter, Christian Harloff says, Boom! Season 9 reboot is almost here. We are getting back. Back in studio and we'll launch our first pay-per-view at the end of February with an early March season launch. Okay. Guess PG and I gotta get to work then, huh? <laughs> well, you I guys been doing this whole do. off-season. <laughs> Paul didn't do anything. Uh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. I'm a slacker. Use it to PJ. Absolutely. Slacker. I just take up the credit when I can. When you can. So, those are the questions. In this rundown free for all, I think we've covered a lot here. We've yeah. covered a lot. I want to see. Uh, let me see. Is there anything else? Let's see. Um, oh, let's see. Dylan seventy seven. Choose a twenty twenty one rookie who will take off next season, and another twenty twenty one rookie who will have a tough year. Who are your picks? So six rookies between the three of. Okay, you. I'm gonna go first. Tough year. Brother Lomas. Okay. Who will have a takeoff year? The Boston Badass. Wow. Okay. Okay. Boston Badass. So, let's see. Takeoff next season? I think it will be... <laughs> I don't know who it will be, but... it. I kind of already said who I think is going to have a tough season. That was Paige. I said that earlier. Uh, but take off, like someone who's going to have a good season next year. Isn't take off one of the Migos? The what? One of the Migos. The Migos. Offset, take off, Quavo. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, it is. Actually, you're right. right. 100%. You're 100%. God, wow. That's so. I, take off. I'm glad, man, you picked Migos. that up. Okay, cool. Uh, we got that. Ooh, who's going to take off? In that? I mean, you know what? No one. I don't think anybody. I mean, I mean, I guess I said Horowitz is going to have a number. It's going to get a number contender match. Oh, well, so there you go. That's your answer. I guess default. that's it. But outside of that, no one, no one else. No, <laughs> I just no. I don't. Honestly, I, like honest, I'm like I'm being 100 percent honest. Besides Horowitz, I don't. And like Newman will still do his thing. Um, but he already took off, really. Honestly, I mean, so. right, exactly. So beyond that. I don't My really... one shot, I'll throw out there, maybe Jacoby Bancroft, maybe if given the opportunity. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. If if there's going to pick anyone, it's probably him. Well, based on based thing, on how his year ended, yeah. I think Takeoff stays single. Offset is currently with Cardi B. Now Quavo was with Saweetie, but he's not anymore. Right. Of course not. So Weedy left him. Now, well, why wouldn't she? She was so icy and he was a glacier boy, mm. but it just didn't work out. Yeah. She said, see you later, boy. See ya, boy. He was a glacier boy. 
Cassette Simulator Boy. Guys, this <laughs> has been a memorable episode of 283 of the Schmodown Rundown. Which and begs Frank- the question, what are we going to do next week? I do have an idea, actually. I do have an idea. You know what? That's a first. And we'll we'll talk about that idea off the air. Frank, where can people find you and follow you? I guess they can find me and follow me um, at Twitter, um, Instagram, uh, at FrankieJ29. That's generally where you can find me on the internet. Yeah. PLD? At FollowDiscord.media on Twitter. This is a weird show, man. I, like I don't know, weird energy, weird flow. It's one of them, one of them, one of them weeks, you know. But I'm glad people tuned in and stuck around and, and did whatever. Yeah. Brad, what are you doing over there? What are you doing? It's the end of the show. He's oh. so bored. He's so I'm not bored. bored. I'm not yeah, bored. There's things going on. There's things okay. happening. You can find me on all social media at Brad Gilmore. You might know me as Laboat for PLD. And for Frank Janish, this is the only show that matters. Everyone have a great night. Have a safe night. We'll see you next week with something. Peace. Peace.